I'm going to teach you intermediate Japanese grammar. In fact, most videos and websites never talk about the rules that I'm about to show you. But first, I should warn you. The rules you're going to learn in this guide are not for total beginners. In fact, later in this guide, I'll talk about structures used by people like TV presenters. So let's get started right now. First, let me talk about DEARU. DEARU is used for formal expressions, that is to say expressions used in speeches, documentaries, etc. DEARU is the equivalent of DA or DES, but it sounds just a little bit more official. For example, POKARI SUETO WA EIKITAI DEARU. POKARI SUETO WA EIKITAI DEARU. POKARI SWEAT is a liquid. This is a normal beginner sentence, but instead of putting DES or DA at the end, I simply added DE ARU. And the result is that this just makes my sentence more formal. Pokari Sweat is a famous Japanese sports drink launched in the 80s. It has a light taste of grapefruit. Pokari Sweat may sound a little bit off-putting to a lot of English speakers due to the word sweat. But as a matter of fact, Japanese people don't necessarily realize that. The drink was named Pokari Sweat for marketing purposes, just to clearly indicate that the drink replenishes whatever you lose through sweating. Here's another example with DEARU. Kare wa hatarakisugi DEARU. Kare wa hatarakisugi DEARU. He works too much. Here again, this is a beginner sentence. You could add DES or DA at the end. But here, I'm trying to make the sentence more formal, so I added DEARU instead. Overwork is a huge topic in Japan. Japanese people are expected to work extra hours to show their devotion to their company. The result is that many Japanese employees have died from overwork and there's so many of them that the Japanese people have a word for death by overwork, which is karoshi. The problem is that it's really hard to clearly determine the cause of death in the case of karoshi. So many families ask for compensation from the company when they think that their relative died from Karoshi. But it's really up to the government to determine whether or not overwork really caused the death. Now let's talk about the negative form of DEARU. The negative form of DEARU is DEWA NAI. This is also a formal expression. For example, JUJUTSU WA KANTAN NI MASTA DEKIRU KOTO DEWA NAI. Jujutsu wa kantan ni masta dekiru koto dewa nai. Jujutsu is not something that you can master so easily. This is a long sentence, so let's take a deeper look. Jujutsu is a martial art that I'm gonna talk about in a few seconds. Kantan ni means easily. So, kantan ni masta dekiru means something that you can master easily. So, the whole sentence adds up to Jujutsu wa kantan ni masta dekiru koto dewa nai, which means Jujutsu is not something that you can master easily. Now let's talk about Jujutsu. Jujutsu can be translated literally as soft skills. It's a Japanese martial art that uses indirect force to beat the opponent. Japanese people usually refer to Jujutsu as Judo. Indirect force is things like joint locks or throwing techniques. The goal is to use the opponent's force against himself. Now for the past tense, you should use Dewa nakatta. Here's an example. Edamame dewa nakatta. Edamame dewa nakatta. It was not green soybeans. In this sentence, dewa nakatta can be translated as to not be. 
Edamame is a snack often served in izakayas and at home. Edamame is young soybeans cooked in salty water. Most places serve them frozen except in summer because they taste much better fresh from the farm, more expensive izakayas serve them only in season. Now I want to talk about our last concept in this uh, section about the formal language. If you want to express multiple actions in the same sentence during formal occasions, you're going to need to use verb stems. The grammar pattern I'm going to show you is often used on TV. Remember that in spoken language, you need to use the te form in order to express sequential actions. So for instance, the te form of suru is shite. But the verb stem of suru is formed by taking the te form, which is shite, and dropping the final te. So the verb stem is shi. Kanojo wa okonomiyaki wo tsukuru tameni she used fresh eggs to make some okonomiyaki. Okay, this is a long sentence, so let me break it down. So we're talking about a woman here. Okonomiyaki is a type of Japanese recipe that I'm going to talk about a little bit later. means in order to make. tamago means fresh eggs. Shiyoshimashita. Shiyo means usage. So shiyoshimashita means something like used. Okonomiyaki is a type of Japanese dish that is made with leftovers. Most of the time, Japanese restaurants will let you customize your order and they will usually make it at your table. It kind of looks like an omelette or some type of pancake. Now let's move on to our next grammar point, which is hazu. Hazu is used to express that something is supposed to be. So when you want to say that something is not expected, you simply need to use hazu ga nai or hazu wa nai. So for example, kare wa oden no zenbu tabeta hazu da yo. Kare wa oden o zenbu tabeta hazu da yo. I expect that he has eaten all of the oden. Oden is a type of Japanese hot pot. It is a popular food during winter. It's basically a stew simmered in a very old broth. There's a restaurant in Japan named Otafuku, which has been using the same broth for the past 60 years. Now let's move on to the next grammar point, which is biki. Biki is used to describe actions that one should do. But here's a little caveat, however. You should not use biki when making suggestions. For example, you can't really use biki to say you should go to school. If you use biki in this case, I mean, you can, but it will sound more like you're supposed to go to school. If you want to make specific suggestions, then use hōna i. Biki is much more general, which is why it may sound a little bit like a know-it-all, so be careful. I'm going to give you an example, but it's likely that you're not going to understand the first part of the sentence. But stick around, I'll explain everything in a few seconds. Anata wa fushiminari taisha ni iku beki da. You should go to the Fushimi Inari Taisha Shrine. The Fushimi Inari Taisha is a Japanese shrine which is kind of like a temple located in Kyoto. I'm sure you have seen some pictures of this shrine somewhere on the internet. What you have seen is probably some sort of red arcways also called Tori. They span four kilometers and it takes about two hours to actually walk up all the way up. So when Biki is preceded by Suru, which is to do, you can say Surubeki, or you can also say Subeki. Now let's move on to our next grammar point, which is 
Biki. My previous grammar point was biki, which is used to indicate a suggestion. Just to be clear, biku is actually very old-fashioned. It's used to say what someone did to carry out some action. So most people don't really use it. It's something that you may run into if you're planning on taking the JLPT. So here's an example. In an effort to go back quickly from the coaching school, I started preparing. Coaching schools or cramming schools are private schools. Japanese students go there after regular school hours to take additional classes to prepare themselves for important exams. The problem is that not all students can afford going to juku. This means that poor students are at risk of falling behind, which rises the inequalities in Japanese society. Now let's move on to our next grammar point which is bekarazu. Bekarazu is the opposite of Biki. This is an expression which is rarely used in conversations, but it is sometimes used in written Japanese. Biki expresses something that you should do, and bekarazu expresses something that you should not do. For example, koko ni gomi steru bekarazu. Koko ni gomi steru bekarazu. Trash should not be thrown away here. Alright, let's move on to our next grammar point, which is sae. Sae or desae is used to express minimum requirements. In English, you can translate this by saying not close. So for example, kirei desae areba donna hachimaki demo ii desu. Kirei desae areba donna hachimaki demo ii desu. As long as it's beautiful, any hachimaki will do. Hachimaki is a type of Japanese headband. They are usually worn as a symbol of hard work, usually by people in the military. The origins of hakimaki headbands are kind of unclear, but it is likely that samurais used to wear them in order to make their helmets a little bit more comfortable. Kamikaze pilots also used to wear hachimaki before sacrificing themselves. You can actually find hachimaki with different messages, but the more common messages that you can find written on hachimakis are ichiban, which means number one, or nihon, which means Japan, or kamikaze, which means divine wind. Now let's move on to our next grammar point, which is oroka. What I want to teach you here is that oroka can be used when talking about something that is so stupid, it's not even worth considering. Hawaii wa oroka, Okinawa sae ikenai yo. Hawaii wa oroka, Okinawa sae ikenai yo. Forget about going to Hawaii, I can't even go to Okinawa. Instead of saying oroka, you can also say dokoroka, which has exactly the same meaning, but it's probably a little bit more common. Our next grammar point is garu. Garu is used when you want to talk about how someone is feeling. This is exclusively for talking about other people's emotions. This is because garu makes it sound like you're guessing, and it's just a little bit weird to guess your own emotions. Kanojo wa soba o taberu no yagaru taipu desu. She's the type of girl that dislikes eating soba noodles. Soba noodles are thin noodles made out of buckwheat flour. They can either be served chilled with a dipping sauce or in a hot broth as a noodle soup. In Japan, soba noodles can be extremely cheap but they can also be served at high-end restaurants. There are multiple dishes that use soba as their main ingredient. Things like morisoba, which is chilled soba noodles served on a flat plate. Zarusoba, 
which is soba topped with seaweed. Our next grammar point is bakari. Bakari is used to show that someone is about to do something. To use bakari, you first need to conjugate the verb to the negative form. Let me show you an example. Iu becomes iwanai and then iwan and then iwan bakari. Our next intermediate grammar point is zaru o enai. Zaru o enai is used when there's something that must be done, but it's just impossible. It basically means that you can't do something even if you wanted to. All you have to do to use zaru o enai in a sentence is to conjugate the verb to the negative form and replace the ending nai with zaru. Let me show you an example. Takoyaki o tabezaru o enai, which means there's no other choice but to eat takoyaki. Takoyaki is a bowl-shaped Japanese snack. It is filled with diced octopus, tempura scraps, pickled ginger, and green onions. Takoyaki was first invented in Osaka by a street vendor. Now, there are plenty of takoyaki specialty restaurants, especially in the Kansai region of Japan. However, you can also buy takoyaki in convenience stores. Now, let's move on to our bonus grammar point, which is yamu Enai. Yamu o enai is used to describe something that someone is forced to do. Actually, the person is not forced to do anything by anyone. This expression is simply used to describe a situation that cannot be helped. So the situation is beyond the control of the people involved. Yamu o enai ni yori, kyo wa yuba no Due to uncontrollable circumstances, the restaurant cannot receive the order of yuba today. Yuba, also called tofu skin, is a product made from soybeans. It has a similar taste to tofu. All right, that's it for today's guide. If you learned something new, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel or to my podcast. Also, which grammar point do you find most difficult? Is it bekarazu or is it dearu? Let me know in the comments down below if you're watching on YouTube. This guide is part of my free course, which you can find at lewislin.com training. So see you next time.